beginning at 9 a.m. on KPFA. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3 p.m. Please stay, stand by for Cover to Cover Open Book. Cover to Cover, Open Book. I'm your host, Nina Serrano. Today's program is called Art vs. the War Machine, Changeover, a Historic Recollection. It's one, two, three, what are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give damn. Next up is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven, open up pearly gates. Yeah, there ain't no time to wonder why we're all gonna die. Changeover, a radio memoir about a play entitled Changeover that was performed at one of the earliest teach-ins in the USA as a protest against the war in Vietnam. These recollections are offered as examples how the arts can play a collaborative role in the peace movement in the hope that today's generation of artists will find even more effective and inventive ways in this era of endless war. The year was 1964. After the murder of President Kennedy in November of 1963 and before the murder of Malcolm X in February of 1965, in late 1964, as the U.S. was gearing up for the Vietnam War following the Tonkin Gulf Resolution, university students from Michigan to the University of California, Berkeley, wanted to educate themselves en masse about what was going on between the U.S. and Vietnam. Many public intellectuals and scholars seemed to have expertise in pieces of the big puzzle, but the students wanted to put the pieces together. There was little information about Vietnam. In fact, many people in the U.S. were still calling it Indochina. The student activist developed a new concept and called it a teach-in. The earlier free speech movement of September and October of 1964 had turned the University of California upside down by winning the struggle to engage in free speech on campus. This process transformed many free speech activists into supporters of the emerging peace and anti-war movement to end the Vietnam War. The UC Berkeley Vietnam Day Committee formed and held a two-day teach-in because of this felt need for information in a completely free speech format, including people opposed to and in support of the war. These events went on all day and into the small hours of the morning, often packed and always well attended, welcoming not only students, but the entire Bay Area community. And this is where playwright Fred Hayden, musician, composer, country Joe McDonald, and I, theater director Nina Serrano, came into the story. As always, a part of the arts community is in the vanguard of whatever is alive and creative. We three were to be the catalyst for Fred Hayden's anti-war play, Changeover, to be performed at UC Berkeley as part of that first teach-in, and then at rallies and another Bay Area campus. 
The changeover fantasy plot was somewhat ironic and labyrinthine, but boils down to the following. Napoleon Ying is ousted and seeks to regain power. As Ying and the Emperor fight, a popular uprising seeks to remove both factions and install a revolutionary regime led by Prometheus Umgawa. On the verge of the changeover, it is interrupted by the American military invading out of the sky looking for easy heroism and satisfying sex. Prometheus Umgawa is killed. There is a ironic happy ending featuring Mary, an expatriate from Iowa who works as a maid in her family's green Coke bottle hotel. She is seduced by Napoleon Ying and later sold to a major brothel, the House of Blue Mirrors, for Napoleon spending money. That is, before his deal in tainted cooking oil comes through. Then, in a glorious happy ending, Mary finds her brother among the U.S. invading paratroopers, and her exit back to Iowa is assured. Fred Hayden recalls, in 1964, I had recently arrived in the Bay Area, working and writing plays. I joined the San Francisco Mime Troupe on the strength of my Bertolt Brecht expostulations, acting and generally helping out. I met Nina during our rehearsals of a Brecht play. We talked about a play of mine, which in that version was called Changeover and Sunshine Empire. She took a look at it and effectively said, let's do it. At the time, I wanted to be an engaged artist, transposing into theater the lyrical revolution that seemed to be going on in song. The play's revision and renaming it Changeover was affected by political tensions after the election of LBJ in November of 64. The Johnson election endorsed his war buildup along with his great society. I was affected, too, by Che Guevara's U.N. speech in December of 64, condemning the U.S. role in Vietnam and the Congo. These events also disturbed socially aware students at the UC Berkeley campus and elsewhere. In February 1965, after we had been rehearsing a while, Malcolm X was murdered. The play's revolutionary character, Prometheus Umgawa, was in part inspired by Malcolm. Hence, I changed the ending so that Umgawa was killed in the initial assault. Civil rights in the Vietnam War were the most immediate issues to me. as was how to gain a wider hearing from my ideas. I was radicalized mainly by the Cuban Revolution and the Young Socialist Alliance for the big picture. The rehearsals shortened and clarified the script. They brought our team together, building props and sets, learning music, gathering costumes, blocking actors' movements, and changing and memorizing lines. The props commented on the play somewhat surrealistically. For example, Robert LaMorticella's seven-foot-high LBJ puppet face mask. His eyes followed the events occurring in the Empire Palace, the Bangoon Tombs Prison, the Green Coke Bottle Hotel lobby and cellar, the Paradise Toy Factory, the docks and the countryside, etc. I remember singing one of three stanzas representing three revolutionary viewpoints for Joe's song, Who Am I?, as the revolutionaries prepare for battle. Who am I To stand and wonder To wait While the wheels of fate Slowly grind my life away Who am I there were some things that I loved one time But the dreams are gone that I thought were mine And the hidden tears, the 
once could fall Now burn inside at the thought of all The years of waste, the years of crime The passions of a heart so blind To think that, but even still As I stand exposed, the feelings are felt And I cry into the echo of my loneliness Who am I To stand and wonder To wait While the wheels of fate Slowly grind my life away Who am I What a nothing I've made of life The empty words, the coward's plight To be pushed and passed from hand to hand Never daring to speak, never daring to stand And the emptiness of my family's eyes Reminds me over and over of lies And promises, and deeds undone And now again I want to run But now Nowhere to run to Who am I To stand and wonder to wait While the wheels of fate Slowly grind my life away Who am I now, my friend, we meet again And we shall see which one will bend Under the strain of death's golden eyes Which one of us shall win the prize to live and Which one will die Tis I, my friend, yes, tis I Shall kill to live again and again To clutch the throat of sweet revenge for life is here Only for the taking Who am I To stand and wonder to wait While the wheels of fate Slowly grind my life away who am I? Who am I? The play was well received. I recall that there was a full house at Wheeler Auditorium. There was a fair amount of informal buzz. It was staged five months later at San Francisco State, which was a tribute to the staying power of the personnel. A visual staging of an American force interrupting another country's sovereign self-determination was usefully entertaining. The play was ignored by the critics, but in the media climate of the day that was to be expected. A photo of some of the costumed characters parading across the UC Berkeley Plaza was published in Life magazine in the October 15, 1965 issue. In November of 65, we took it to San Francisco State College for a final performance. 
Nina Serrano recalls. The year was 1964, just before my 30th birthday, when I experienced a painful rupture with the San Francisco meme troupe where I was directing a Brecht play. Fred Hayden was an actor in the production, and although I left to nurse my wounds, he and I kept in touch. When I think of this period, I usually remember how hurt and angry I was over the blow-up. But in reality, it set me off on my own path, and here I have been ever since. As I learned more and more about the little unknown unjust war in Vietnam, and as a committed anti-imperialist, I gravitated towards Fred Hayden's play Changeover that I'd read earlier. I considered it a good vehicle for creating consciousness about the war. As a Bertolt Brecht admirer, Changeover fulfilled my theatrical criteria. Satiric political humor, a fairy tale of a story, no need for fancy sets, costumes or budget, and room for lots of music. My idea of Brechtian theatrics was that presenting the plot as a fable allowed the audience enough distance to develop their own ideas and lessons. The use of song further lured the viewers away from naturalism where their emotional involvement might suspend their intellectual judgment. And besides, I love songs. We realized we needed a musician-composer. I checked with a KPFA programmer, Barry Oliver. His show, The Midnight Special, featured local upcoming musicians, usually of the folk protest genre. Joe McDonald, he said. I tracked Joe down in Berkeley, and he sang me a song. I knew he was right for changeover. When Fred first heard Joe's song written on the spot at a rehearsal, he enthusiastically agreed. Over the years, country Joe McDonald and I went on to work together on a film and the anti-war troop show, which toured to GIs at military bases, the FTA show. While Joe was busy composing songs like Red Hot Mama and Fixin' to Die Rag and creating a band, the script preparation for production began. She's a red-hot mama, the queen of the thing. Come on, boys, and get in line. The jelly roll daddy's out on a fling. She's got girls that go in three-quarter time. She got girls that jump and girls that fall. You ain't had mamas, ain't a nothing at all. She's a rag mama, the lady of the house. She'll show you a mighty fine time. The red-hot mama, part of a dying breed. Better get it while it lasts. Happen to feel like sowing your seed Just grab a handful of cash Run and see mama when you get uptight For your convenience she's open 24 hours day and night She's a rag mama, the lady of the house She'll show you a mighty fine time She's a red-eyed mama looking for trade It's a change you got to work so hard The good time Charlie's looking for slaves Come over in her backyard but if you want to use the credit plan, you better go home, Daddy, work it out by hand. She's a rag mama, lady of the house. Show you a mighty fine time, oh yeah. Show you a mighty fine time. Fred, me, Lonnie Ding, a sociologist, and Norma Whitaker, who served as producer and actress, simplified the casting by assigning multiple roles to the actors. 
This further enforced the unbelievability of the satiric fantasy, keeping the audience always having to think, not getting empathetically carried away. It also made a task of assembling a cast a lot easier. The anti-war movement in the Bay Area was growing exponentially as people searched for alternative lifestyles that embraced creativity and protest. Among this fast-growing population that would culminate in 1967 in the Summer of Love, we assembled a talented and committed cast and crew. We began work on sets and props. The giant props also functioned as the set. Local artist Robert Morticella sculpted a huge mask on wheels of LBJ's face. This later appeared in protest marches and ended on the Emeryville Flats on display for freeway drivers till it disintegrated. The Paradise Toy Factory, also on wheels, created by Saul Paul Sirag, was a delightful Rube Goldberg assemblage covered with spinning toys that echoed the play's fantasy aspect. I can't remember who found the giant green Coke bottle for the green Coke bottle hotel scenes. Yes, Coke came in bottles in those days. At some point, Joe joined the rehearsals, teaching actors like Barbara Lamorticella the songs and adjusting them to their skills and voices. His little band with musician Barry Melton and some of the actors was always on stage, visible to the audience. The songs, Who Am I?, was later played nationally on radio and Fixin' to Die Rag became emblematic of the anti-war movement. Come on, all of you big strong men Uncle Sam needs your help again Got himself in a terrible jam Way down yonder in Vietnam Put down your books, pick up a gun Gonna have a whole lot of fun And it's one, two, three What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn Next up is Vietnam And it's five, six, seven Open up the pearly gates Yeah, ain't no time To wonder why Whoopee, we're all gonna die Come on, Wall Street, don't be slow I man this war a go-go It's plenty good money to be made It's plenty army with the tools of the trade Just up and pray if they drop the bomb Drop it on the Viet Cong And it's one, two, three What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn Next up is Vietnam And it's five, six, seven Open up pearly gates Yeah, ain't no time To wonder why Whoopee, we're all gonna die Come on, generals, and let's move fast Your big chance has come at last now you can't go out get those reds Only good commie is one that's dead You know that beast can only be one When they've blown them all the kingdom come And it's one, two, three What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn Next up is Vietnam And it's five, six, seven Open up the pearly gates Yeah, it ain't no time To wonder why whoopee, we're all gonna die Come on, mothers, throughout the land, pack your boys off to Vietnam. Come on, fathers, don't hesitate, send your boys off before it's too late. Be the first one on your block, have your boy come home in a box. And it's one, two, three, what are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn, next up is Vietnam. 
And it's five, six, seven, open up pearly gates. Yeah, there ain't no time to wonder why whoopee, we're all gonna die. Da 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 ba ba During our Haight-Ashbury basement and other San Francisco rehearsal spots, UC Berkeley was exploding with rebellion and anti-war protest. Our production became part of their scheduled teaching. My then-husband, Saul Landau, and my young school-aged children, Greg and Valerie Landau, were stagehands and in-house critics, helping with all the many tasks. The play was a success. I sat in the dark in UC Berkeley's Wheeler Auditorium at the teach-in and applauded like crazy. Country Joe McDonald recalls... Um, I moved to Berkeley in in the summer of 1965. In that summer, I'd only been here a month or so, and uh, Nina knocked on my door and asked me if I would be interested in writing some music for a play that Fred Hayden had uh, written, and she was directed, called Changeover. And I said I would, uh, I'd be glad to try it out. So there were a few rehearsals. I had just at that moment written Fixing to Die Rag. I wrote uh, Who Am I for three soldiers in the script who were singing before a battle. I remember that. And I uh, wrote Red Hot Mama for uh, the madam of a whorehouse who was scripted in the play also. There's another talking blues that I wrote, which has gotten lost historically. No one can seem to remember the lyrics to that. And during the performances, uh, the two performances that I was at, I sat on stage, somewhat like a Greek chorus, I suppose, in a chair with my friend Barry Melton, who uh, played guitar with me. He didn't sing. And uh, we had just started playing together. We later went on to form Country Joe and the Fish. We performed one showing at uh, with the songs at Wheeler Auditorium in, in University of California, Berkeley, and then one in San Francisco State. I can't remember the venue. And um, that's my memories. Over, a play by Fred Hayden, The Arts in Action for Peace, produced by Nina Serrano, recorded and edited by Yvette Hochberg, music by Country Joe McDonald. I've been your narrator, Molly McGee. Come on, all of you big strong men, Uncle Sam needs your help again. Got himself in a terrible jam, way down yonder in Vietnam. Put down your books, pick up the gun, gonna have a whole lot of fun. And it's one, two, three, what are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn, next up is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven, open up pearly gates. Yeah, ain't no time to wonder why, whoopee, we're all gonna die. Come on, Wall Street, don't be slow, our man, this war, go, go. Plenty good money to be made. Find the army with the tools of the trade. Just up and pray if they drop the bomb. Drop it on the Viet Cong. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. Next up is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven. Open up pearly gates. Yeah, ain't no time to wonder why. Whoopee, we're all gonna die. Come on, generals, and let's move fast. 
Your big chance has come at last. Now you can't go out and get those reds. Your only good commie is one that's dead. You know that beast can only be one when they've blown them all the kingdom come. And it's one, two, three, what are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. Next stop is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven, open up pearly gates. Yeah, it ain't no time to wonder why whoopee, we're all gonna die. Come on, mothers, throughout the land, pack your boys off to Vietnam. Come on, fathers, don't hesitate. Send your boys off before it's too late. Be the first one on your block. Have your boy come home in a box. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. Next up is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven. Open up pearly gates. Yeah, ain't no time to wonder why. Whoopee, we're all gonna die. The participants in the original stage over, sorry, the participants in the original changeover production were Robert Kennedy, Norma Whitaker, Christopher Brown, Paul Shippey, Gail Curtis, who sang the original Red Hot Mama and went on to be an international classic vocalist, James Colby, Barbara LaMorticella, Elizabeth Avakian, Saul Paul Sirag, Robert Schulte, who acted and played drums, Pamela Sturgis, who acted and played the cello, Ernest Lowe, who created sound and slides, Robert LaMorticella and John Roberts, who created the LBJ head, Judy Davis, now the visual artist Judy North, who created a huge, fabulous bed for the Blue Mira Joy House. Beryl Landau, today a prominent symbolic landscape artist who created the Green Coke Bottle Hotel set. Marty D, who helped with everything. And Lonnie Ding, who today is a prize-winning documentary filmmaker who stage managed and gave invaluable support at every level. Thanks for listening. Be well. Andrea Lewis and many KPFA listeners have known me as a host of The Morning Show. Well, after a year away, I'm returning to the airwaves this month in a new role as host of KPFA's Sunday Morning Public Affairs Program. It'll be the kind of show that brings you a variety of information from political analysis to visions of the future, discussions and debates of important social issues, arts, and maybe even some humor. Tune in every Sunday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for a Sunday morning newspaper for your ears. Great. Haven't seen you in ages. Let's get together soon and hang out. Sure. But can we do something interesting? I'm tired of coffee shops. Ah, me too. Well, what are you doing July 17th through the 25th? 
Answering phones at the KPFA Summer Membership Drive, of course. Oh, that sounds great. I'll meet you at the station. We can volunteer all day, from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. Or, if you're busy, you can just stop by for a while. Do you know where the KPFA station is? I do. It's at 1929 Martin Luther King Jr. Way, just north of University Avenue in Berkeley. Hey, what are you two doing? Can we all get together and hang out? Of course. If all three of us volunteer together, we can get our group mentioned on the air. See you at the KPFA Summer Membership Drive. You can find more information about volunteering at kpfa.org. This Sunday, Pacifica Radio brings you coverage of the Green Party National Convention taking place in Chicago. Join Davey D. and guests to dissect the Green Party platform and find out who will be the nominee for presidential candidate. That's this Sunday, July 13th from 9 a.m. to noon, right here on KPFA or kpfa.org. The July meeting of the KPFA Local Station Board will be held this Saturday in San Francisco at the Union Hall of ILWU number 34. The hall is located at 2nd and King, immediately east of the ballpark. That's this Saturday, July 15th, starting at 11 a.m.